Hello, and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. So why does James City County government have a podcast in the first place? Well, quite simply, we want to make sure that you are in the know on what's happening in your local government. This Week in James City County supports our newly passed strategic plan to provide exceptional public services. Each week, we'll let you know about upcoming meetings and events, we'll highlight services and staff and departments, and we'll do a deeper dive on challenging issues. And because we can't forget how James City County is a great place to live, work, and play, we'll let you know about fun experiences you don't want to miss. Today is Jody Puckett. Jody is the communications director for James City County. She's been with the county for over 21 years. Welcome, Jody. Thank you for having me. So, what did you do before you came to James City County? I started my career out at two public television stations, one in Kentucky and one in Maryland, in Baltimore. And then after that, we came to Williamsburg, and I was lucky enough to be able to set up the cable access channels for, at that time, Continental Cable. And then uh, from there, I moved on to York County Public Schools and taught video production and then came to the county eventually. Very good. Well, I have worked with you for all of those 21 years, and I know that there is something that is very close to your heart, and that involves where you went to school. (laughs) Because I went to the University of Kentucky, and of course, our entire family bleeds blue. Well, I am a Kansas fan. I'm and sorry. So we do tend to have that rivalry at times. At times, yes. So you have spent a lot of time over the past year working on a strategic plan for the county. Can you tell us a little bit, how did the strategic plan even come to be? Well, when our new, our count, I call him our new county administrator, but he's been here two and a half years. So uh, Brian Hill came. That's one of the first things that he realized about the county was that we really, we did not have a strategic plan that all departments could use as they put together budgets and initiatives and uh, look to the future. So he was very adamant that it was time for us to do that. And, and I do have to agree say he was quite visionary in that and the board as well understood that there really does need to be a long-term plan and this particular plan reaches as far as 2035. Um, So as we make our decisions about uh, work plans and capital projects and budgeting and operational initiatives, we know that those choices we're making are supporting this plan for the future. Now, the county already has a long-term plan in regards to planning the comprehensive plan. How is the strategic plan different from the comprehensive plan? Well, the strategic plan takes aspects of the comprehensive plan, as well as many, many other plans that the county has adopted. You know, we have a master plan for parks and recreation. We have uh, plans for the service authority. And what what we needed to do was to really look at all those plans and look at the very high-level strategic initiatives and opportunities that could be put into an overall, almost an umbrella strategic plan. So the, the strategic plan that the board adopted last November really is that 
very futuristic, very, again, I'm, I'm oversaying it, but strategic plan that will keep the county focused and keep our efforts moving in one direction. Will the comprehensive plan continue to be updated? Absolutely. Every five years. But we, of course, are required by law to update the comprehensive plan every five years. But the strategic plan will be updated along with that. So they work in harmony, but one does not supersede the other. So what was the process? The process was we've been working on this for over 18 months. We wanted to make it very open. We wanted lots of public input. So we had multiple um, groups and committees set up focus groups that involved not only staff, but particularly involved the community. There were a lot of meetings and a lot of opportunities for input. And we also hired a company out of North Carolina called Clarion Associates. And they helped us and guided us through uh, this. It, it was a interesting, difficult process, but we have come out with a wonderful product. Will Clarion continue to be involved? Their part is completed now. Um, we had a contract with them to get us to an adopted plan. And then we brought them back in not too long ago to help train staff uh, on how to implement this in their individual departments. But now they're, they, their work is done. So now it's, it's on us to keep this out there and keep it fresh and uh, use it. So you said that there's been training for departments. How are departments going to continue, as you've said, to keep this fresh? Well, I think it's going to be a process of looking at everything we do, whether it is the smallest item, for example, saying mowing the medians in our community. How does that fit in all the way to large scale capital projects or initiatives? So we want to look at everything that we do and see how that supports, if it supports the strategic plan. And if it does, that's that's great. That gives the board an opportunity to look at what we accomplish or what we're looking to accomplish and say, yeah, that's something we need to fund or no, that doesn't fit in the plan and we're not going to fund that or we don't want you to proceed. So it sounds like this will be a plan that is not just going to gather dust on a shelf. It's going to be something that's going to be used and referred to. Absolutely. That is our intent, that this is not something that just sits there. The strategic plan will guide budget decisions. It will guide work plans. It will guide department work plans. And we will be held accountable. We will have measurements and metrics that we're going to have to report on. So this is not something that will just lie there. Let's talk about the citizen input, because I understand that the development of the strategic plan was not just county staff and the consultant, that citizens actually played an active role. Yeah, we had um, several groups. We had a strategic planning advisory group, which was made up of many business representatives, people from the arts, people from the uh, schools folks from the banking community, the real estate community. It, it really was a conglomeration of what we felt was a nice cross-section of the, of the community, as well as health and welfare. Um, the group was vetted through our board of supervisors, and we felt like it was a nice cross-section. 
But in addition to that, early on in the process, we held a series of focus groups. And we did bring in additional people from the community that had specific interests in either business or tourism or uh, health, education, arts. And we also brought in some of our folks who, you know, attend our board of supervisors meetings and have specific ideas on where they want to see the county go. So in addition to that, we had four community open houses where folks could come in and, and give specific feedback right to staff in Clarion through a number of exercises and, um, and opportunities. Speaking of the exercises and opportunities, was there something new that was done that to get input that we hadn't tried before that stuck out to you? Well, it was, uh, several things. Those open houses, of course, had the last set of open houses that we did, we gave everybody money. Fake money, of course. (laughs) Everybody had a certain amount of money, and we had our seven goal areas. And what we asked people to do was to spend their money on what goal areas they felt was important. And we also gave them the opportunity to say, I don't want you to spend money on any of those. I want to put my money, I don't want you to spend it. And um, so we got a really good idea of what the community saw as a priority or many priorities with the goal areas in the plan. You had said that there are seven goal areas. What are those seven? I have to use my cheat sheet here. Not a problem. Okay. One goal is a sustainable long-term water supply, which I think we all understand is extremely important. Uh, Second, modern infrastructure facilities and technology systems expanding and diversifying local economy, protecting community character and an enhanced built environment, exceptional public services, high quality education, and a fiscally efficient government. And those are in no particular order. It doesn't mean one is more important than the others, but those are the seven areas that uh, we will be focusing all of our efforts on. So it sounds like the county has its work cut out in between now and 2035. Oh, absolutely. And of course, some of these things will change over time. And that's what's nice about this plan is it's flexible. It will be revisited every year annually uh, as we go through our budgeting process and we go through our evaluation process for um, employees. Um, We will look at uh, whether... um, Uh, We will look at external factors. I mean, heaven forbid, let's say there's another recession. Well, this plan is going to have to adapt to that. Um, So I think it is fluid enough that it can adapt to external factors, but also keep us focused on the future. How can citizens remain involved? Well, as we continue along the path of moving the plan along, we will have a dashboard on our website, and it has not been built yet but we are working on that. And citizens can go in and say, okay, where are we on this, oh, you know, expanding and diversifying the local economy and get uh, go to this dashboard and we will keep that up to date. But of course, we will also ask for community input as we do our annual updates. And there'll be opportunities also online to provide feedback. Were there any results of this process that surprised you? I guess what surprised me was that I I thought the community was very 
supportive of the goal areas that we came up with. And uh, we were uh, quite surprised at the amount of uh, feedback and turnout and that no one particularly felt like we were off track. And um, I take that as a tribute kind of to the process and uh, Clarion as well as the Board of Supervisors for for their input and, and guidance on it. So leaving the strategic plan for a moment, what sorts of things do you see coming up this year for the communications department? Well, what, obviously you're listening to one of them right now, which is this new uh, new idea to have a podcast, which is another way of getting information out to our community. We certainly have upped our video production. We have quite a few um, new productions. One we recently released this year on Mainland Farm, which is the oldest working farm in North America. It's a wonderful documentary that I would encourage people to watch. It's on our website on and the county's YouTube channel. We're also looking at more ways to expand our community outreach, and that would be through our uh, public outreach coordinators' efforts. Uh, we're hoping to have more on-site community meetings for those people who like to come out and sit and talk and meet one-on-one. So I think our challenge is we need to use all the tools that are out there to communicate with the community. And whether it's a video, whether it's audio, such as this podcast, whether it's one-on-one meetings uh, out in the community, there are a lot of different ways people want to hear information and provide their feedback. Tourism is also under your responsibility. Tell us about that. Our tourism uh, initiatives are managed through uh, the communications office. We have a tourism event coordinator who is looking at ways that we can provide some events and venues that will draw people to James City County, not necessarily as a destination, but as part of this greater Williamsburg destination. What kinds of things can people do here? And we have so much to offer in the county. We have water, we have kayaking, we have boating, we have all sorts of fishing, facilities, walking, hiking, biking. It's a, it's a wonderful area to do outdoor activities. But what we also see is that we want to provide some special events that will draw more people to our county. So we have in the fall, the Bountiful Brews and Bites, which is part of the Williamsburg Harvest Celebration. And then in the summer, we have free concerts at a Jamestown Beach event park, which is one of our our more glorious facilities that uh, people have an opportunity to go out and play on the beach and be on the James River. And it's one of the few riverfront properties we have left in the county. If a listener would like to know more information about the strategic plan, where should they go? They should visit our website at jamescitycountyva.gov and they will click on county administration and they'll see a link to the strategic plan. It has the seven goal areas, and at one point, there will be a dashboard there as well. So now it's time for the totally fun part of our podcast. Gosh, I was waiting for that. I knew you were. I knew you were. I have five questions I'm going to ask. First question, what's your favorite hobby? 
Oh, uh, recently I have gone to taking old furniture and painting uh, furniture and updating it. Second question. How about children, pets? I have two daughters and one granddaughter and another granddaughter on the way in a matter of a couple of months. So we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Third question. What TV show are you into right now? Well, as you know, because you and I have talked about it, we just finished watching The Young Pope on HBO, and I have to say it's probably one of the more fascinating shows that I have seen in a a while. And the production values alone are worth every minute of it, but it's, it's really, it was really interesting. Everything about it, the lighting, the sound, the music. Beautiful. It was beautiful, but it was also intriguing. Very much so. Yeah. Many episodes, we were like, what just happened? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Bush Gardens, what's your favorite ride? Oh, I could do Griffin all day long. Mm -hmm. I love Griffin, although I will say, alas, as I've gotten older, it's a little harder for me to do it. So, so roller coasters. You I, like love, roller, uh, I love roller coasters. I really do. I just don't get that. But that's yeah. okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. You are hosting out-of-town company at your house for the week. What is one thing this month that you would want to make sure that they experience before they head back home? I think I would take them out the parkway, out towards Jamestown. I think that is one of the most... Uh, beautiful and precious areas that we have in the county and this time of year for some reason and I know it's because it's winter but the sunsets have just been gorgeous this year and I I just think it's one of the the most beautiful places on the earth very nice it is very special well Jody thank you so much for for sitting with us on this podcast You're one of our first guests, and I really appreciate your support. Well, no problem. It's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you.